Welcome to Double Burst, a podcast about Dice Masters. We are a group of Utah players that want to bring you the latest Dice Masters news, strategies, tips, and more. Whether you're a new or seasoned player, we hope this show has something for you. I'm KT Data, one of your hosts, and welcome to episode 85. In this episode, we'll be talking about our featured basic action, create food and water, how to build sidekick and ally teams, and wrapping it all up with a brewing buddy submitted by someone you might know. So let's kick it off with our featured basic action, create food and water. All right, guys, we are here with the KO King. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? And Ken Poole, how are you doing today? Doing good. Um, so this are, I always feel weird when I'm doing things the week between Christmas and New Year's because it's always that off week. Um, so we don't have Dr. J here because he's out gallivanting in another state. Or and something. you know what that means. Yeah. Time for a rules forum update. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, have, we have one rules forum update. So which one of you guys wants to pretend to be Dr. J? For this mini Oh, it can't be that hard. <laughs> Especially with a difficult ruling like this. Right. Why don't you take that, Ken? Yeah. All right, Ken. Or Dr. J, sorry. Dr. J. Hey, Dr. K, why not? Uh, all right, Dr. K. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dr. K. So there was one. Queso? Yeah. Like so, cheese? <laughs> so um, if you guys don't know the WizKids rules for him, you can find that at win.wizkids.com forward slash BB, B as in boy. And there's one question posted because we saw pictures of the new. Um, OP kit that comes with a power bolt. Um, and then the new, so the question was the new organized play power bolt basic action card says max four rather than use three. Is this a misprint? So, Dr. K, what is the answer to that? They said, unfortunately, yes, this card is misprinted. It should read use three. Happy New Year. Uh, that's pretty much what was expected. I don't think that anyone, well, I'm sure there was some people kind of hoping. I, like, I know that when, uh, when multiple man was printed with six, with max six, people went, that's why they've always had the six slots next to the cards on their official play mats. So I'm sure there was a certain amount of people going, finally, there's there's a, a basic action using all four of those slots. That's not the case. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's not even the same format. The, the basic actions always say use three. I mean, and th- yeah. theoretically if it wasn't three, it would be use X if they ever changed right. break off it, of three. If it was max, then you wouldn't have to. Well, you could go down to one. Like, yeah. you could go, I, I you know, I really don't want to possibly help out my opponent. I'll only bring one basic action, one power bolt. You so. know the best thing about this rule segment? Dr. K is right. Yeah. Yeah, I got <laughs> it. I, I think that I, I really think that I nailed it. <laughs> All right, right. Um, so we did it. Yeah, so we're gonna just have you guys on for the whole entire episode because if any of you did not hear last week's episode, you can tell that I was not 100 percent, and I'm still not quite 100 percent. But we're just gonna have everybody in all the segments. So we're just gonna go to our first one right now, where we have our wait, hold on, rattle, rattle, sound. Okay, guys, we're back. All right, go go ahead. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll, I'll put that in post. All right, so so our our first segment tonight is our featured basic action, and this is a card that I'm still on the fence about, but Russ, I I feel like you've mastered the use of it. So the featured basic action we're talking about is create food and water. That's one of the new basic actions from Tomb of Annihilation. It's a three-cost basic action, and its ability is draw dice from your bag until you draw a non-NPC or sidekick die from your bag, or your bag is empty. Prep all dice drawn this way. It also has a global that we talked about uh, two episodes ago where you pay one generic energy once per turn, draw a die from your bag, return it to your bag, or add it to your use pile. 
So why is this our featured basic action? It's good. Well, I should say on the right team. It's yeah, good. It, it absolutely can Cause, be cause, good. Because this is not one of those cards that I feel like you can just slot on into everything. Because I've seen Well, people... I think a lot of the community does. They just think, let's throw this on. It's going to provide a lot of churn. But if you have luck like some of us do, if it's, if it's on your any team, you end up having less sidekicks than you do uh, other dice. Yeah, because I've seen like Jared played one time with this against me, and it was not suited at all for I, it. Like, I think that in general, like from you know, as purely consumer, but the if I think about it, try and try and put myself in the designer's shoes from a design perspective. I think that we're to a point in the game where there's very few things that are coming out that are new that are good all the time. We're getting to a, a lot more of a place where the things that are good have to be surrounded by the things that make them good. Because personally, uh, when I've played create food and water, I've had it work. I average about once per game when I use it, that I get it to work just right. And every other time it, you, you draw another one it, yeah, it or just, something. Right? It just doesn't work right. Whether it's, I only have one die in my bag, in which case the global doesn't help. Um, or I have seven sidekicks in my bag and one character and I draw the one character very first. <laughs> yeah. I, I've like, never seen anybody other than Jerry it, do that so consistently. It, I've felt I feel like create food and water has fizzled for me way more than it has worked. Yeah. But I've also pretty much only played with it in draft. I've seen it in constructed and I've seen it work. Yeah, I, I feel like it works a lot better in constructed because in draft, if I had a choice between picking this and candle keep, I part of me if I had the four energy, I might go candle keep over this just because I have a little bit more control on when I could get those dice out. Yeah, I, I think to make this really work, you need to run really lean. Where you're buying two, three dice, basically. But then what people run into is is they're going to keep buying, and then all of a sudden it'll not work, right? So you got to kind of keep that. So where I've made it work, and it actually just sl slid onto my team perfectly. It was kind of that missing piece that I had on my collector team. because I don't. It's because you don't buy anything other right. than the collector, right? So you get collector out, and then I'm just turning my dice all the time. And it's super lean. It gives me a lot of energy, and it's kind of that perfect fit. But then again, I'm not buying things because they're going yeah. back to the card. If what you will run into is if you throw this on anything at a certain point, it's become a, a bag clogger because you will have more, more characters more or characters you feel it all your sidekicks. Side yep. Um, so, and I find that the, the global actually very, very helpful for churn. Anytime yeah. I have five dice, I'm usually paying that right at that four or five dice in my bag. I'm paying that one to make sure I can get stuff back in my bag. And I think that global is kind of overlooked because it's weird where you yeah. pull one out and put you, it back you, in. Yeah, I actually use that more as kind of my universal sync because, you know, you buy something and you just have that one energy that you can't yeah. really use for anything. I'll use that to sync it through my bag. I'm like, well, uh, either I'm turning or I'm just using that energy so it's not doesn't get stolen or something yeah. later yeah. on. The global is awesome when you have five dice in your bag, four sidekicks, and a 
character. I pull the character all the so, time. And then I you can, it. yeah, I mean, <laughs> ideally you want to pull a sidekick there, but. But we, we all know that just doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really feel like um, this one, like day one, it read so good. And it can, when it works, it works really well. So this is the basic action, you know, comparing it to Candlekeep. I feel like this is the one that allows you to buy a dragon early game where Candlekeep will just kind of allow you to consistently have better ramp and churn and everything. Uh, this one's more wild card. You get that one good one at the start of the game, and then if you're not running something like Collector where you are purchasing things and other things are getting cycled in, it becomes less and less and less effective. Um, I kind of feel like this would fit in the same class as uh, Insect Plague from the same set where Insect Plague in the right team really good if you're not ready for it it's not it, going to do you any good it at best doesn't do anything and at worst clogs your bag messes with your churn messes with your ramp messes with things which this one is kind of in that same boat it doesn't quite have the drawbacks that insect plague can because when this one fizzles you still are prepping a die and prepping a die is good but uh I, I do feel that they are getting to where the uh, it's it's a more narrow scope for some of the basic actions, which is really cool. I find it interesting that what was it six eight months ago when Dark Side came out, we were all super excited about this idea. I mean, people like Swarm this idea of pulling your whole bag, and since then we have a a number of either actions or basic actions or other things that can kind of do that whole thing at much cheaper. I know Dark Side will probably always have a place, but for but that- you, you always hear me when people mention Dark Side. I'm like, when you play that, you're it's it's almost a hail mary because if you miss that first roll of Dark Side, you're in a whole boat of trouble. But there are, waiting for there are these through. other options which have their own workaround. Like Dark Side has his workaround, but other than cost, you can kind of get it going. But there are these other like great food and water that allow you to kind of churn through a, a whole bag fast, you know, which is See, way different. The reason that I liked Dark Side was not just churning, but it was I could churn and buy something huge every turn. So, like, my Dark Side team that I built was absolutely built around the idea of using all of my sidekicks every turn to buy something big and then getting it out the next turn. Um with this, it's so much more varied. Right. It's a little different timing because you Cause prep you, them. It's almost like a two-turn thing with, yeah. that you have to get. With Collector, you kind of get that yep. same effect. In fact, I have one thing that I've run into with my Collector when things are really clicking is I still get bag burn damage. Yeah, I saw that you were taking so, a, a lot of so burn damage from It's kind from of this it. weird <laughs> thing where you can make it work. But if you just throw it on a team, I would say be cautious, especially like if you're looking at just cheap characters, you're really going to be bogged down. Yeah, you don't. If if you're just buying cheap characters, you really don't need it. You need you want something that's going to help you churn a little yeah. better. And here's the question. Do you ever recommend buying two? Because I've never seen it go well when you buy two. It's, I mean, if you're looking at it just to, to prep one die, maybe. But I, I find it really similar to... Big entrance, which is odd because I don't like big entrance at all. But 
it's kind of that same thing. Three toss. <laughs> it's when then, you and I joke that when we put big entrance on it, we've just lost the tournament. I think I've won one game with big entrance. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of that same. It's the three cost that helps you get characters, but at a certain point in the game, it becomes a negative in your bag. Yeah, it almost becomes like a liability. Right. Yeah. I uh, buying two of them. I don't think there's ever a good reason to buy. Because I mean, you you you're almost buying the the anti. Yeah, thing you're, for, you're essentially for you're limiting yeah. your ability because what what you want is to draw that and have a bag full of sidekicks when you right. play it. Uh, so if you have a bag full of sidekicks and another create food and water, your chances of drawing you know one or two sidekicks and then create food and water, or worse yet, drawing create food and water. And just shutting itself down, it it's too much of a risk. Today. I just thought of a combo. I know that's yeah. <laughs> you figured. Of course, you did. But something like truce with great food and water, and uh, what's her name? Um, the when KO'd sidekicks go into the bag. Uh, Agent, Agent Carter. Carter. Yeah. So then I just use truce to clear your field, put them in my bag, <laughs> and then play great food and water. Pull them back out, put them in prep. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> There's that mind going again. All, 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 always churning, burning. Um, so, like, okay, so what, what, what kind of team? So we, we've kind of talked about your collector team that you want to use, and we've talked about if you're using a, more of a weenie team, that's not the best thing. So where's that? Where's that kind of sweet spot that you that you would want to consider putting this in as a basic action? I would say. Uh, Collector is the perfect thing for it because you're never clogging your bag. If you if you run it the way that that Russ was, he what did you buy? Like a total of two, two yeah, or three characters. They're always going back to the card, so you don't. Everything have to worry else about. is always going back to the card, so they're not getting into the. There's no risk, you know. The more things you buy, the more possibilities you have of it not rolling, and it, then it's cycling through, and then you're running into. Uh, so, so you you probably want to be looking at more teams that you can either right when you buy it get it onto the field or okay. at least prep it so it you're not having that risk of it clogging I, up. I right? would say you're looking at it, kind of the basic framework. If you're not going the collector route, or there's the um, the the what is it the nowhere that allows oh, yeah, you to yeah, to nowhere like, characters in it upgrade like that's another way that I could see yep. it working. If you're not going with one of those two. Like specifically that route, I would say you're looking at a framework of you're looking to buy minimal dice and you want them to be kind of bigger hammers because they're you're only going to buy a few. Yeah, of them. I, I was thinking of you that know? Colossus from AVX that does like the three damage. Yeah, that might yeah. be something like that. Something that, like rare um, uh, gold dragon where it has a tune, so you get to prep a prep. Even if you don't pull dice, you still. Deal damage and prep. Yeah, you're still doing something. Um, I could even see it maybe with like. Uh, That's only if there's die in your bag. Remember that, right? Because you can't use it if there's nothing in your bag. Right. With something like using rare Merlin or rare was it the rare Grod that was only able to be blocked by crossovers? Yeah. Yep. So you're getting that ramp to get those little more expensive characters, and they are going to punch through. You're running. 
Yeah, you want to get you, you want, want them to, to go, where, to go where through. You quick. want them to get fielded and get out there, and then you're just kind of using it as as churn and occasional ramp. But once you've got that grod um, fielded and he's hard to block, that is a timer in a way. I mean, mm-hmm. it depends on you rolling it, but assuming that you roll it, you can only take a few shots from grod. Grod's big, yeah. and Merlin has respectable offensive stats too. So, if you're cycling those. Having those be the uh, uh, like churn buster for create food and water, where you know you draw one sidekick and then you get a grod. That's not as big of a downside as drawing one sidekick and then getting uh, uh, Wong or something that's smaller yeah, that yeah. is easier to block that isn't just a menace all on its own. Well, and you also have to play in the sense that you don't want to field a bunch of sidekicks. I know it might seem like it might work on a sidekick team type thing, but it, it really doesn't because you you are taking your, 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 your energy out, out yeah. of it. Yeah, then then you're trying to burn the candle at both ends. Right. So yeah. it's it's really about if I would you I would only buy it I would only use it in teams where I'm buying buying like maybe three dice. Like yes. I said, just a, a couple of characters to get the job done. That's why the, the hard-to-block Grodd and Merlin kind of jump out to me because those are ones that one die of that can win you the game. Yeah, You know, that's the kind of thing that... And those are the ones where it's worth the sacrifice of busting the cycle. Well, and I think to that point, it's kind of weird teams because in the sense of a some control, some way people, people play control... They want a, a number of characters. If you get this mixed in there, it, it can really delay where it seems like it might speed up your chance to get those characters. It could delay it as well. Yeah. So you kind of got to practice with it. Also, I don't play with any other kind of ramp return just, system because that's going to yeah. screw you up. Make sure you understand when to purchase it. Like if you go second, do not chalkboard this basic action you will completely waste it. Yeah. yeah. Right? So you got to make sure that when you purchase it, you'll be able to use it. So. Yeah, it falls to the bottom of my bag anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for talking about our, our feature basic action, Create Food and Water. We want to hear from you guys. Have you guys used this on a team or where are your – we want to hear both good and bad stories because – it, it happens, especially with new cards. So shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. All right, guys, I will see you in a second where we'll be talking about sidekicks and allies because the, the field for that has totally changed. All right, we are back with Ken and Russ again. Um, I'm kind of excited to talk about this because it's – it's Russ, you, your first competitive team kind of started in this realm, right? Yeah, where, where we're, we're talking about sidekicks and allies, and how the field for them has changed over, over over time. Because when we first started, there was really only one sidekick team, right? Where you could, where it was the Falcon, and it would make all your sidekicks yeah. blockable. Yeah. So mine was a little bit different. I remember upsetting someone at regionals, but uh, you seem to do that a lot. So I had a sidekick team with Falcon, who, if you're a new player. And you like sidekicks. Anytime you can play Falcon, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of dirty, but he makes all sidekicks unblockable, which is all allies and everything, um, which is kind of good. He's not in the game anymore based on some of the stuff we'll talk about. But 
Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I would get him in the field, and I, I had it pretty tuned. It was, but basically, I'd get sidekicks and the actually super rare battery, and I would a- attack, and it was if they blocked my wasp and anything else I had in the field. They would die, and then they would die from sidekicks. So it was a catch twenty two. There was no way around it. Yeah, but it's it's changed now because you you see especially a lot of new players when they see sidekicks, they're like, oh, this is going to be you know just a chump blocker or something, and they can you know it's become a win condition again, and it's not just one single win condition like Falcon. Now you have so many different can you options. Imagine now. if he was still around and just oh, fully unblockable sidekicks. Yes, I can. It would be like if you could do more than one time the global on insect. Plays. Yeah, so so <laughs> insect play global probably is the biggest kind of change for it recently. Is yeah. you you pay a mask, you can pick one sidekick to be unblockable that turn, and you combo that with one of the foot ninjas, which are allies, which are considered sidekicks. Yep. Um, the foot ninja that gets plus one plus one for every sidekick on both sides of the field. Yeah. You 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 know you, you just feel the couple of them and he's uh, like eight nine ten attack. It's brutal. It's absolutely devastating, and and it makes it so. If your opponent is still in that, uh, well, I'll just field these to be chump blockers. It's like <laughs> <laughs> no, you're actually uh, doing the opposite. Hate yeah. to break it to you, but you just made it so I can hit you that much harder. Well, the create food and water, which we just talked about, that collector team I use that on has foot ninja. Insect Plague, and White Tiger. So basically, I use both of those globals, beef up my, you know, Foot Ninja with Collector, and buy it every turn so it doesn't have to churn, because that's what the one downside would be, is you've got to churn those Foot Ninjas, right? If I never got to churn them or never got to roll them, then it's just a punch to the face over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it in action, and it is harsh. <laughs> it's it's really discouraging. Yeah, and now, especially because, I mean, it used to just be the pawn faces, which I swear don't roll for me, but for Zach, when I play, he'll roll six of them and just kick me that way. Um, we love you, Zach. Um, but, but now we have the ally keyword, so Foot Ninja's a pretty good ally, but we have some other good allies, right, in the game that are that's helping along. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, all those characters beef up the Foot Ninja... You got Professor X that fills a sidekick. You could use two. If you use three globals in one turn, you could buff your, buff your sidekick or your any, any foot ninja by three. Then you add a Wong to it, make him unblockable. Or yeah, because Wong stat right? Wong stats are just ridiculous for his yeah. cost. So the Wong other one has. that I've been looking at adding, um, and maybe it's just yeah, two, three, four I, for a two cost. That's, maybe it's just because <laughs> I like to use some things that people don't, but the super rare uh, venom that you can pay a mask and give plus one plus one to to any sidekick. So you yeah, you that, was, that was that was in uh, Civil War, right? Civil yeah. War. So that yeah. that's that's the even the other thing now with sidekicks and allies is they have tons of support cards. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I um, mean, like there's uh, the Captain America. There's um, there was a cup. Wasn't there like two or three what's, super rares in what's her name? Uh, uh, Shannon, them, Shannon Shannon Carter, Carter gives them plus two plus two. Yeah. So you you use that with the infiltrate Captain America makes them infiltrate, yeah. and then if, you know and if you three, throw three and you throw like the super Angela on top of that, 
That's yeah. that's throw. Wow. There's also uh, the rigorous training card, which I it kind of makes me sad whenever I think of it. I haven't played with it yet, and I want to because it's so different and so neat. But I mean, honestly, I've just been drafting lately. I don't remember the last time I did a constructed game. Like, I just, it seems it's like true. all we do is draft. The, with draft the, packs the, are great. Um, yeah, I have. Well, a, then, and the release schedule has been very, very busy. Yeah, it's so. The release schedule has made it hard to brew. Yeah. So for some so, of us that like to brew a lot. So I've been looking back at stuff, but there is a lot of the one that I like kind of want to try with it is the Spider-Man War of Heart. That while Spider-Man is attacking, your opponent must declare at least one blocker for each of your attacking sidekick character dice before assigning blockers to non-sidekick character dice. So yeah. And then he, when he attacks, you you prevent all damage dealt to your sidekick. So Yeah, you, you put that and then you put the the dun the is it the common dum dum? Uh which one? They all, they all work one with sidekicks. Yeah. So and then yeah, so so yeah, you 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 do you combine that with the the uncommon Dundun Duggan. He's already boosted up, so you have a high chance of pushing him through. That's it's like right, and then you but if you add Professor X, you can add another sidekick, which means they have to declare another blocker. So if they don't keep a mask to counter you adding that sidekick, you, you'll you outbody them. Right, and then you buff up your sidekicks. Right, so. Yeah. I've got to block your big stats, but then these two, three costs going back to when I used to use heroic defense, the plus one adds a lot when you're just jumping that through. Or, or if you're playing transfer power shenanigans, just move the dun dun stats over. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of options with that. There's a ton of options. Yeah. And we, we haven't even mentioned like now I'm looking, I forgot. I I totally forgot super rare Jubilee. Oh yeah. You one, like yeah. <laughs> you deal one damage to target opponent or character every time you feel the sidekick. You have that. There, there was the old Venom. He's a little more pricey, but he's not a super rare. And right. he, he was pretty taxing, too. Yeah, well, and you add Mimic with something like that super rare Jubilee where you name sidekick and then you have Professor X. So you're fielding a sidekick. You're dealing one damage and then prepping two die. You're probably doing yourself backburn because that's what happens. <laughs> I, do that. I also think that... Uh, when you when you're looking at sidekick teams and ally teams, the D and D sets get overlooked. Be, but there's a lot of stuff that buffs them. But you've got to remember to factor in the word the NPC instead yeah. of sidekick yeah. and ally. So there's there is a like kind of uh, not not to say that it's a third category, but it's a third thing that you need to think of when you're looking to build one of those teams. And there are things in D and D that work with those teams also. Can't think of in, anything in right draft, off the top of my head, but I know that there is a lot of things that focus on uh, NPCs. In draft, there was a three cost. I'm trying to remember the name. Yeah, was it one of the Goliaths or was it? No, one, I no, want to say it's it was a lady. One of the Asmir ladies. Paladin, yeah. but I might be incorrect there. But it gives plus two to every NPC if your opponent has a, a evil evil character, character in the field. Which, yeah, and that's, that's, the, that's the rare Asamir Paladin. Okay. Well, it's active if there is an opposing evil character die, your NPC character dies get plus two, plus, plus two attack, and plus one defense. Yeah, that's one of my favorite in draft cards because there's so much uh, evil, you know, good evil characters. 
I don't know if we'll see it outside. I'm still hoping that we will. But if Yunti, I think she's evil. I know she's a monster. Yeah, I, don't I, I remember evil, playing but. it with my dragon's team, and that card would always be a bane to me just because I couldn't, like, that, especially if I had, like, the, the Goliath fighter where if you knock out two NPCs, it would, it would boost yeah. up. I could not use that against that because they're, they're three defense. And well, like, and, ah. and see, that's the thing. So I would get into situations where my opponent wouldn't know do they filled this character or not? Because as soon as they filled that character, it gave my NPCs plus two, which could change the game. That night, Jared was really salty. He was kind of you, you got you got to be more specific than that. But I felt really bad because he, I had my the the green devil mask in the field. He filled it a fourth character. I had a bunch of NPCs. He had to re-roll all his characters. The only character that came back was a pirate that was evil, <laughs> which means it gave all my NPCs, you know, that plus two. So I really hope that evil characters might be more common because that card is is really good. Yeah. Um, just looking back at... Uh the even like in the old D and D sets from from the very first one, there was the Minotaur. When feel that opposing NPCs cannot block this turn, so like that one is more anti. But if you've got something that you, if your opponent is just using it, their NPCs to wall up, like there's. But there's even a lot if you're of, using that, NPCs can't block, right? So if I'm using it. So if you're team, and you're using white tiger, right? And I'm just outnumbering your NPCs can't block. My yeah, you're, go you're taking away a whole a whole lot with that. And there's a lot of that throughout all of the D and D sets. There's things that focus on NPCs. Yeah, and and now now and the one thing I almost even forgot to mention is because we we've kind of been talking over them as kind of that offensive weapon and stuff, but. Allies are considered sidekick characters, so we can't forget that you can actually use them as an energy for, with energy fixers. Because I like no one of your favorite yeah. combos is using Alfred and, and yep. the cyborg to get a shield whenever you need them. Yeah. Um, my front line, I hate to bring that up, but that's <laughs> never a bad thing on a sidekick team. And it's attainable if you have an energy fixer, too, because it's five costs. So, I mean, you can at least make one sidekick unblockable if you're just using that and um the insect plague you're gonna, Yeah, and those fours will add up. Right. So, so and and actually if you're using frontline and that you may want to actually use the basic action of um the insect plague where you actually pull out and roll them and try to All right. have, 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 have any of you made that work because like I've tried it I've never been able to make it work I want to I want to build a sidekick team to see if I can get that basic action to work yeah because do, do, do you guys have again, a text for that but again still it seems like all I do is draft anymore <laughs> uh, insect plague the action is draw every die in your bag roll all NPC dice you drew you may then re-roll any number of those NPC dice field any of those dice that rolled character face uh, place the rest in your used pile that, you, so if you've got your it might foot be, ninja yeah. in the field and you're like well I drew my insect plague let's see if I can buff it a little bit extra and then use that global that is on insect plague like in a foot ninja team specifically 
It is so huge. Um, throw in a Jubilee so that you're going to be doing that little oh extra gosh. ping damage. It's it's awesome, really. And and you can do that um, in the like after blockers are assigned because it's an action. So you can use it at that point too. So I think like, it works on if. Any kind of that sidekick where you're just trying to outnumber, I don't think it's a bad thing because you're just going to field yeah. and I'm going to get three or four through and then hopefully churn it again. I just haven't used it. It hasn't really worked in my, I should say, it would you probably work. I just You haven't don't. worked it into what you've been right. doing. Right. So yeah. I think with like the Captain America gives them all infiltrate, any of that kind of stuff, I, I don't think it's bad. And it... The other thing that it does is churn. So if I have a bunch of, you know, if I have six or seven sidekick die in my bag, I can then pull those, roll them, and yeah. go. So it kind of helps that way too, not just the fact that I get to fill them. Yeah, it it's kind of a chaotic churn because yeah. then you're just throwing everything that's in your use pile into your bag and, and everything that's in your bag into your use pile. So it's kind of like... It's almost like you're resetting. So with that, you want to. I think you kind of want to run a little bit lean. Yeah. But it does rip right through the bag because you take every single thing out and everything that doesn't roll an NPC that everything that is not an NPC die that doesn't roll a carrot the specifically the like pawn icon on the NPC and sidekick dice. Everything else goes to your use pile. So you are filling your bag with everything that is not in the field on your next turn. Yeah. Um, and so so while we we got a couple, uh, little bit of time left, we should probably talk about counters to this because we probably made sidekicks sound like they are like unbeatable. So what would you do for counters? Because the first thing I would think of, because a lot of these sidekick teams rely on some kind of combat damage, right, um, is that... The, the rare Dr. Light from Green Arrow Flash is because it's while Dr. Light is active, opposing sidekicks deal you no combat damage. So yeah. that, that's going to be tough for a sidekick team. Because but that's, that's does definitely it say no one. combat damage or, or you no combat damage? Deals you no combat okay. damage. I think that they're one that deals no combat damage. The word a little bit different. Maybe from, uh, is it from the Turtles. There was a Turtles character, Karai. I believe. Uh, oh, that's a four cost that actually buffs too. Yeah, well, actually. So there's uh, the one that I can find is there's a Karai that's a four cost fist and says while Karai is active, sidekicks cannot attack. That one. Um, I also so I I think that probably either one of those either Karai or Doctor Light throw in Bishop to because then you got Bishop takes He's locked care down of, that Jubilee takes care of Jubilee takes care of infiltrate like. All of your all of the direct damage that is kind of the secondary part of a sidekick team, it shuts that down. Um, I feel like you kind of have to have both. You got to have. I mean, golems are another way to kind of deal with it. Something that absorbs. Some, something that takes care of the direct damage as well as taking care of the uh, um, the combat damage. Um, There's the useless scarecrow. Iron Fist. There, yeah, there's that that scarecrow. The, the, the one that yeah, the Legion the, of Doom. The Legion of Doom where two caught two attack, two attacker yeah. more can't attack. But you know, that if you're one, doing a good sidekick team, you're buffing more than two, I yeah. tend to think. But um there's uh, I, I mean I'm I'm looking, you know, 
maybe the avalanche because when avalanche is KO'd, KO'd all level one. So stuff that could like ping them out, if, especially if they're not protecting their defense. So you know any of those like Polaris when you field or Banshee when you field and it deals one damage. Things yeah. to keep the sidekicks out of the field, right? Is there? I'm trying. I know that there is on the offensive side, but is there on defense anyone that allows you to rearrange your blockers after um, blockers are assigned? I don't think so. Yeah, but I'm I could sure. be. We I know could that be. there is on offense yeah. where if so and so is attacking, you can switch around your opponent's blockers. Um. I don't think there would be on defense because you can select your own blockers yeah. that way. Yeah. Uh, it would be a bit redundant. Or or yeah. even bringing overcrush characters or some big beefier characters where, you know, they may want to attack with the sidekick, but they may need to keep it. For, Actually, for the, if you're going to go with the sidekick team, on a side note, the is it the Dum Dum Duggan that I like to use? Or it's a sword agent. That's really good for... Blocking for, for, over yeah, crush. Yeah, for defense. Because you give plus one defense to all your sword agents for every sidekick. Um I I tend to think something like Ronin, just because it's it's cheaper and it's fast and some of these depending on how they're built, it's it's gonna it's faster than it sounds. Breath with, weapons. Breath, yeah, breath weapons, weapons are so awesome. Most of your sidekick teams are f- going to be focused on buffing the offense because defense doesn't win games you know like yeah, I think defense you- keeps you in a game but most of most of the time if you're building a sidekick team you're looking to buff the offense and get that offensive buff through with some direct damage sprinkled in so if you can get a breath weapon one probably isn't enough but a breath weapon two is probably going to do a lot of damage especially if you can get that out fairly early um, it's a it's a and, fine and just kind of kind of mess up their flow. It's a fine balance because the it's it's aggro. So if you just try to stop them, like if you're just stopping attack, if you're just stopping um, combat damage, and they get rid of that, it's one. It could be one hit because it's not that hard to buff up five sidekicks. So it's it's kind of this fine balance where you've got to slow them down. But make sure you have a counter. Yeah. You know, which is a lot of control teams. But if you're just looking at like all control pieces, you're just looking at blanking. For instance, if if they have a sidekick build and you just think, oh, I'm just going to shriek and I'll just shrink their um, foot ninja. Well, if they have other options. Yeah, if they have like a Jubilee or something. Right, Jubilee, then you're in trouble. But then if you blank Jubilee, then the foot ninja's still there. Foot ninja's there. So yeah. you've got to have something to absorb. Um, Ooh, Blob. That, Blob that captures good. all the sidekicks. Yeah. There is a lot of good options for... Even though if you're Jared and you use that against me, it just helps me for some odd reason. There is a... Well, it's less sidekicks <laughs> for you to draw out of your bag and mess up your churn Another and stuff. S- six cost would be Steve Rogers where you can absorb two from everything, basically. So if they attack with a wall of sidekicks that are buff three, just take one from each and be like, stuff that bag. Yeah, send them all to use. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much. I mean, that's, wh- that's why I was so excited, because when you say sidekicks, most of the time you're just thinking, what's a 1-1? One, one? What's that going to do? But as you can see, there are so many different options now that you could build around and they're not all the same team either. So that's, that's what I love about this game is having those varied teams. You might have similar ideas, but you have different approaches that you can take. So we will have 
both of you guys back in a second, and I hope you guys are still in that brewing mindset because I'm bringing a card to the table that I need to help brewing with. All right, guys, this is the last segment. These voices may be familiar now, so we have the KO King and Ken Pole here. It is time for another Brewing Buddies, and um, I'm making a call out to everybody who's listening. We're down to one Brewing Buddies left, so if you want us to help brew a team, Shoot us an email. Please help us help you. Send send <laughs> send out a uh, send send out an email to doubleburst at ktdata.net or facebook.com forward slash doubleburst to say, hey, I'd love to see you guys brew this for Brewing Buddies because you'll hear it relatively soon. Um, so tonight yeah. we have a message from uh, what that's a, a, a KT data. KT data. Uh, I, I think it's actually a female listener, Katie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's probably. Um, so he or she is like, hey, guys, this is the most awesomest show ever, especially it's that the main... Kylan. <laughs> especially that main host. But I would love to hear you guys brew this team for your Brewing Buddies segment. Okay, may, I may have just made that whole thing up. But the, the card that I wanted to bring, because the first time I saw this card, I was, I was like, I really kind of want to build a team, and I just haven't gotten around to it. You but... did use it in drafts. Yeah, I loved it because everybody would pass it to me. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to use it. So the, the card we're talking about is the Uncommon Captain America Chemistry Project. He's a five-cost shield. His ability is at the end of your attack step. If Captain America was blocked but not KO'd, he deals damage to his, um, equal to his attack to target opponent. I, I, I love this card because are you going to let it through and take the damage or... Are you gonna block? And if you don't knock him out, and his if I remember right, his bottom stats were pretty decent. His bottom stats not much. It's a two four, and then a four five, and a five five. So you want him on his level two or three yeah. side. I mean, two damage is two damage, but you want him on his level two or three side, unless you're buffing him. Yeah, um, and I I always love that card because I would pair it with blink transmutation, so he's blocked. I, I blinked him back, and he'd still deal the damage. Um, and so, so I really dislike blink transmutation global. Can I just say that? I just, <laughs> ugh, that thing yeah, sucks. Like, like it, 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 it's such a double-edged sword because when you, you need it and you use it, it's like, oh, this is so good. But when you're on the other side and it's there and it's helping the other person, you're like, ah, oh, this thing sucks. So I wanted to bring this to the table and see what would you guys put onto a team to make this a really good team to play. Because um, I know we, we've kind of toyed around with using improvised weapon to boost his attack stats. Yeah, so I've got one just for golden, for for old time's sake. For old time's sake, is it patch? Patch. Uh, yeah, Nick Fury patch. It would deal yeah. a double, so it would be 10 or 5, and yeah. then next time I'm going to do the same. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Um. The, like going going old school, you could throw in the old uh, teamwork and make it an Avengers team. Not heroic. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, well, so, it wouldn't work because then you wouldn't be able to use. Oh, does Captain America doesn't have a heroic? Does he? <laughs> I think he does. I think he does. Yes, yes he does. Yes, America. that was the one that I used to pair with Spider Man KO and deal damage. Yeah. yeah, I may have set him down the wrong path. Yeah. Um, but so so yeah, because improvise like boosting him up. So I I think I tried it with Kona Cold too, but my problem was I would never have enough fists to to kind of boost up his attack, or my opponent would just let him through. Um, improvised weapon could be fun with that. Yeah, just just boost it. even with another Captain America that 
I mean, heroic <laughs> defense is always good, so it buffs up everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, if you've got blink transmutation, uh, cone, cone of cold is another good one. Yeah, cone of cold is a really, really good one with blink transmutation. Yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah. The because... only problem I found with that is everybody just won't block it <laughs> at the point. So I, I, I'm thinking maybe even a force blocker might be needed for him if you want to keep him on the field. Yeah. Um, um, well, the sort is it in the new Thor set or in one of the recent sets that there's something that you can use to treat someone as though they're blocked. Uh oh! Actually, Tomb of Annihilation had a basic action. It's, uh, it's the one that had oh the D- yeah, it's D- the basic action there. The D Wiz on it. Yeah. Um. Does that work? I I can't remember the text for that card. I can't um, remember. Let me see. Because that that's usually it's treated as as if it's blocked, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, whenever you could use a global ability, you can send this die to the use pile to have target level one attacking character die considered blocked without assigning character die to block it. If you get it on either of the burst faces, instead you may target an attacking character die of any level. Ooh, so you'd want, you know, you. So it is considered blocked. Yeah. So that wouldn't, I think that one really would work really well. But then again, that's another one of your basic action slots. I mean, that one with Cone of Cold would be rad because then you can buff him up to, to attack for every <laughs> fist. So it's it's not, is that's not combat damage, right? That would be that's ability, ability damage. damage yeah. Okay, so low-hanging fruit here. You got <laughs> ring and cube. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, shield ring. Shield ring So you just go, blink it back. I've done five plus whatever shields I have. Plus, if I threw that cube on there because I'm a jerk, then it's just a sweet game over. Now, I don't know if those would work together, but those are two ideas. I would think the ring would probably be better because you're already using blink. Oh, it's so gross. Is there is there any attack boost with shields? I don't think so. I think they're all uh, what you could do because there's a lot of defensive buffs with shields, and then there's also the shields to flip the attack and defense. Flip them around. So especially with if you get him on his level one side, he's a two four. You switch that over, he's a four two. Then he's doing some damage on his level one. Uh, I mean. He'd, he'd have to survive, so you probably want to use blink in that case. Yeah, right? he's he's only two. He's two four 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 and five five. five. Yeah. So basically, that brings level one in line with two and three. If you're if you're flipping his uh, attack and defense, but that you know that's two more attack and defense on the level one side, and with it being shield. And if you're going in a shield build, there's a lot of options to buff that defense, and then you could flip it. So on the other sides, it's just that much more. Yeah, and uh, uh, so so this is where I always struggle with it because he is a five cost. Do you do I go with the energy fixer or do I go with like uh, a villainous? Well, not a villainous pact. Um, what was the other one? Um, His energy fixer is. Cyborg. Yeah. You go so, with Cyborg. Do you, do you go Cyborg's with a really good energy fixer. Well, so, the, 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 that was my question is do you go with an energy fixer or do you go with like a resurrection because you just need the five? I would go with an energy fixer because I would – now, this is probably because I've been brewing a lot with her lately because I like her. Uh, Polaris with this could kind of be fun because you could 
keep the shield, and then if they knock it out, you just bring it back. So it's so his ability like, wouldn't go off, but he'd be right, there for next but turn. Then he'd be there for next turn. If you add the ring with that, again, gross. Then you just attack. You pay those shields. Actually, yeah. Polaris on any shield ring team would kind of be rough because you could attack with everything, and then all those shields would deal the damage, and then you could bring Polaris ability all except for her right so you wouldn't attack with her then you bring all these back captain america back yeah if they get ko'd they're yeah. coming back or they're either going through or they're they're coming back whether it be because they're blocked or because they're knocked out you can bring them back yeah, yeah. so I, captain america could be fun with that and i totally forgot because if, if, if we were doing the patch team the maria hill from age of ultron that allows oh, you. Yeah. That allows you to roll a. Yeah, a, that that uh, they decided shield. that they that they made the ruling on decided it was um, awesome like an hour before it rotated out. Yeah, uh, because because then <laughs> you don't care if Captain America was gone through unblocked. You'll be able, hopefully yeah. be able to roll them back in next turn. Yeah, and so like like I said, for the energy fixer cyborg, yeah, when cyborg can block an extra character die and takes no more than two damage from each non-crossover character die he blocks cyborg is an awesome awesome character awesome defensive anyways and he does he he energy fixes for shield i would absolutely bring cyborg yeah and 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 the more that we talk about just building a shield three team it's like transfer power might be a must fit just (laughs) fentaza wouldn't be a terrible one she's a three or four cost shield and she could Basically, buff up his attack on level two or three. Yeah, because because what's her ability? Uh, the three cost is when filled to swap target character dies attack and defense, and f- but her four costs on common when filled your shield character dice have attack equal to their defense. So you could add say a blob, Fenthaza, and um, Captain America. Those are all shield. The blob we know has a a big butt, so his attack would be eight. Oh, that would Captain be a great America would be. One. Captain America would be at least four across the board, even on level one. So four, four, five, I think. And then Fenthaza is a five, five. So just those three characters would give you a lot of attack. What are they going to block? Because Blob's going to be an eight, eight. Eight, eight, yeah. And, so, it, and, and hopefully at that point, taking away their shriek or something that's right. trying to counter the rest of your team, too. Yeah. Um. Another awesome five cost shield is the uh, the common amber golem that is similar to Ooh, the Captain nasty America. To have both of them together. Where he he deals when he deals combat damage to a blocking character die, deal an equal or deal damage equal to that blocking character die's attack stat to a different opposing character die. So could you? So you're helping thin out their field. Could you timing wise, what who would choose? So could I use? Amber Golem's ability to KO the character that's blocking Captain America, then deal it, Captain America. It happens Marcus. when combat damage is assigned. But so, so all, so, so all combat damage is assigned yeah. at the same time. Yeah, and Captain and America's ability is at the end of the attack step, so it would be the last thing that would resolve. So if you did get rid of it, he'd survive. Because well, I know all attack would he would through. have He would have the damage done to him. Amber Golem, the way that I read it, would essentially, okay. the way that fast works... Before the uh, before regular damage is done, Amber Golem would be like yeah, an effect that happens so slow after yeah. the damage yeah. is already like assigned and, and resolved. So if they had if their character had enough attack to knock out Captain America, it still wouldn't 
trigger because Captain America. Right. He would, already be, knocked he, out, he would yeah. be knocked out, but you would be able to, if, if they've got enough to knock out Captain America, they've got a decent attack stat. And, and here's the other thing that I like about that combo is it makes decisions for my opponent, which no matter what yeah. player it is, they're going to make mistakes. Well, if you have a fine tune, they're going to make mistakes and allow yeah. you to kind of find those, those gaps. Yeah. And, and the Amber Golem is one that like is hard to not block at, uh, four, five, 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 and six, seven. Like those are strong stats. Yeah, I, 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 I spe- like, is, is it me or like a four attack? That that's always my cusp. I'm like, mm, do I let that through or? Yeah. That's, <laughs> the other thing <laughs> is, is if you put because that was if you put uh, Polaris on that one, you can also fabricate basically for free because you you get to pay the shields. That's kind of what I was doing last night. So that's another way you could use Polaris with that shield with Captain America and, you know, get, get the Amber Golem and that kind of stuff out. It could be pretty fun. Another, uh, like cheaper bit of support from the new X-Men set, the angel while he's active, whenever you, the, the uncommon kind of jumps out to me. Well, he's active when you purchase a character die, you may spin all fielded copies of that character up to level three. Oh, I'd so love if yeah. you've managed to get a couple of Captain Americas and they're at level two, you get that angel into the field before you buy your next one and spin them up to level three because you bought it. And yeah. now it's five, five, now he's that big beefy threat. I mean, there are a lot of fun things to do with it, but honestly, if you run that and blink and you run it right, you should be okay. <laughs> I mean, which is kind of, I, I really dislike blink. <laughs> but, you know, you buff it up or, I mean, that's five per turn. And if your opponent doesn't have a stop to blink transmutation, then then you're in trouble. That's why I think blob. I, w- I would actually look at building around the shield theme. Yeah. So I'd probably look at yeah, blob and Fenthaza with that. I think you could do some things there because you use your blob as a blocker you yeah. get captain america out because when, when i would play this team my only problem that i always have with it is if they would just let it through um so that that's where like that's um that usually if they did let it through i luckily it was on two or three but if they ever let a one through i was like oh that sucks because i gotta wait for it to cycle through um like how important do you think it would be to have like a force block I think either force block or blink. And, you know, we were talking earlier about uh, create food and water. This is the kind of team where get one Captain America, food and water, and just cycle. Because if they let it through, then you're good. If not, then you cycle. You buy another Captain America. and, And so basically your build is Captain America, create food and water, blink transmutation then i have supporting pieces that if they stop that then i pivot and i have another option i go blob so that they can't you know blink or uh shriek or something of that nature and then if you know once i get there then i get fenthaza or you know just those ideas or a ring where my first goal is captain america and i'm just going to churn it if you let it through, you're going to let it through. Then I 
at a ring. You know, you add these pieces uh-huh. where yeah. it's like, so I don't have a two-character team. If you stop it, I add this piece. I add this piece. I add this piece. I, I really like it, and now I'm excited to play him again because he's, he's great. I, I, I like this card when I saw it, and I didn't think it was like, if, if this was a four cost, I think it'd be broken. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I like that. I always like those costs, those cards that seem a little bit balanced where the ability is good. But it's offset either by its fielding or something else like that. And we've talked about buffing. The other option you do is you just buff it so bad they can't let it through, and then you add uh, frontline, right? So if they let it through, it's an it's an eight. It's true, yeah. Or I buff the defense with um, some of the, you know, if I'm, I'm golden, maybe a a Groot. But if I if not, probably a. Ah, there's something that gives shields defense. I can't think right now. Some kind of golem or something. So I just buff all my defense. So you gotta really have some attack stats to let it through. So I, I think that's gonna that's another option is buff that defense and go. I mean, if you had him and Groot, it'd be really hard to knock out. Groot yeah, is plus three defense. Hard to knock out. So. It works thematically, right? The Avengers are yeah. with the Guardians, right? Yeah. I, I, I saw the patch. last trailer. I saw the last trailer. Then add that patch. <laughs> Ooh, patch and then Starhawk, just because. <laughs> 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 um, all right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for helping me brew this team because um, I, 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 sometimes I always, you know, you find those cards and you're like, I really want to brew a team, but I just haven't had a chance to. So I, I was like picking your guys' brains because I think you guys are better brewers than I am. Um, so I super appreciate it. And like I said, if you guys at home want us to help brew a team, make sure you send us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst and to say, hey, this is for brewing buddies. I, I, you know, we do it twice a month now. So you'll see it by the end of January. If yeah, I do, you know, if my math is right. Unless people stop sending them to us and we can't do them twice a month. I know. We go back to once a month, but I, I don't know. I it's got like, a few we could throw on here. Yeah, we, we, we might be here for a while when we do that. <laughs> um, so, guys, thank you so much, and I will talk to you all later. And that's it for this episode of the Double Burst Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. What do you think about Create Food and Water, and what are some cool sidekick teams you've built? Shoot us an email, doubleburst at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash doubleburst. Check out doubleburst.com for past episodes, places to subscribe, and cool player resources. Check out the KO Kings Etsy shop at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash KO Kings Corner. You can find some cool dice bags and custom made cards there. That's etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash KO Kings Corner. And of course, big thanks to everybody who listens to this show. Everybody on the team appreciates it. And until next time, my friends, may your dice rolls be ever in your favor. Mm-hmm.